when you really have encountered, things change. Victory is mine before my eyes can see. You need a new birth experience. Now there's nothing that can keep me from my promise. Set apart to God. Direct access. Welcome, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Here we are breaking through with James Levesque. I'm James Levesque. I want to thank you for tuning in today because guess what? I believe that we've been connected for a divine purpose, and today is your day for a breakthrough. I want to call this episode Hide and Seek. Hide and Seek. Because I think we're going to learn a lot about the nature of the Father today. When I think of hide and seek, i got to be honest with you, I was pretty good at it. I saw a t-shirt one time I wanted to buy that said hide and seek champion. And it was like this big uh, like mammoth guy creeping in a closet. But hide and seek, you played it as a kid, I'm sure. You know the game. One person gets and says they're going to close their eyes and start counting. And, and then you run and hide. And, and, uh, you know, and, and the truth is, I got to be honest with you, I was like really good at hide and seek. I was like, I want to crush your spirit. I didn't seek champion when I was a kid. I didn't know the Lord, don't judge. And I remember one time I was playing hide and seek and as a kid and, you know, somebody counted and I ran off to hide. And I remember like I went under a truck, like I literally went and hid under a truck. And I remember like I remember hiding under this truck and I'm like, no one's going to find me again. My whole goal was to like crush you in hide and seek. And I remember hiding under a truck, and I could see the feet of my friends going around. Um, you know, uh, will they find you? Where is he? He's so good at hiding. I was hidden under the truck the whole time. And it, it was like I, they just got so worn out, and I finally came out and just told them I won the game. And, you know, again, when I was a kid, my goal was to crush you and that you would never beat me in hide-and-seek. But then I became a dad, Right? And hide-and-seek now is just so much different. Um, I love playing hide-and-seek with my kids. Me and my son have a game we call hide-and-go carpet. <laughs> and, you know, uh, his mom loves home goods. My wife likes shopping there for some reason. But I remember what we would do is we would take, like, the carpets and, you know, if, 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 and we would hide within them. So I would say, okay, Isaac, I'm going to count to 10, go hide. And he would go hide in a carpet, you know, and I'd have to go, okay, ready or not, here I come. And I'd try to like find what carpet he was in. And the poor kid, he's like five years old. I could see his feet hanging out from the bottom, but I would like, you know, I would like go past him and pretend I didn't see his feet. And, you know, then I'd be like, oh man, you really got me. Wow. And he would jump out and be like, aha, I tricked you. And I realized something that day in hide and go carpet. I realized that hiding's different when you're an adult, right? When I was a kid, my number one desire was to not be found, and I wanted to crush you. But as a dad, I want to be found by you, right? 
So when Isaac, when he would count and I would go hide in the carpet, I wasn't like really trying to hide. You know, when you hide as an adult now, you're like, okay, count to 10. And you like, you know, you'll go behind a stool and be like, all right, come out, you know, because I realized that I want to be found by him, right? It's way different when you're a dad. My desires changed. What I'm focused on changes. And the truth is today, I want my kids to find me. I don't want to crush them. I want them to know that they're powerful, that I get pleasure as a dad in my kids finding me. What if I told you the Lord is the same way with us? There's a scripture in Jeremiah 29. I love this scripture. Jeremiah 29, verse 13, and it says, you will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. That's amazing. What does that mean? We're playing hide and seek with the Lord, essentially. But he is the dad that wants to be found by you. A lot of people feel like God's absent. Where is he? I haven't felt the Lord. You know, I've had seasons in my life. I'm like, God, where are you? He's barely hiding. But he wants you to seek him. And the Bible says when you seek him, you'll find him. When you seek him with all your heart. Do you feel found by him? Do you? Because he's not hiding for, from you. He's hiding for you. It's hide and seek games. It's an analogy to let you understand that we have to seek God. We have to be people, men and women, that are seeking the Father. That's what he desires from us. And God stirs our hearts to seek him. He is stirred by that. God wants, just like me, when I play within the carpets with my son, I want him to find me. I'll like stick a leg out, hoping that he sees what carpet I'm hiding in. And your father is the same for you. He's there. He's waiting for you today. But as we seek him with all our heart, we'll find him. Uh, another scripture, Matthew 5, verse 6. I love the Beatitudes. And it says, they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, you will be filled. Meaning, it is impossible to hunger and thirst and not be filled. What if we looked at people's filled factors today? What if we judged everybody by your filled factor? How hungry are you? How thirsty were you? And you say, man, I don't feel filled at all. Is, I believe it's connected to your hunger. Are you hungry and thirsting for righteousness? Because you will be filled. Another scripture I love is Hosea. I know, the Hosea, come on, time to read the prophet books. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, gives us another understanding when it comes to seeking the Lord. Look, all of these are, are scriptural nuggets. Hosea 10, 12, sow for yourself righteousness and reap in mercy, break up the fallow ground. It is time to seek the Lord. I'm telling you right now in the day we live in, it's time to seek the Lord. I'm telling you that the word of the Lord for you is seek. I remember when we first got married, we were in San Diego visiting from friends and there was like a Comic-Con going on. It was so weird seeing these adults walk around like Batman. And we were eating, sipping some coffee. And all of a sudden there was a plane writing out a word in the sky. I have the picture. Uh, and, it, and the plane spelled seek, S-E-E-K. That was it. And I knew that that was a prophetic word for us that would mark our lives because the father takes pleasure in us seeking him, right? Seek the Lord while he may be found. Hebrews 11, verse 5, another scripture that I love uh, to read. And it talks about Enoch, right? Hebrews 11 is filled with the hall of faith, but talks about Enoch. It says, by faith, Enoch was taken away so he didn't see death. And he was not found because God taken him. And this was his testimony that he pleased God. 
And then it says in the very next verse, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Enoch, why was Enoch even in this book? Because he pleased God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And then it says that uh, God will reward those who diligently seek him. He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We don't like that kind of talk. Come on. We're like, we want everything to be equal and everybody get the same. No, friends, he is a rewarder. People don't like when I teach on this. I have a whole teaching series about God rewarding us. He's a rewarder of those that seek him. It's his system. You don't remember when they came to Jesus and they were like, uh, hey, Jesus, um, how do we see the kingdom now, right? They wanted manifestation instantly. Can you tell us how we see it now? And Jesus told them a parable of the minus. It made no sense. He's like, somebody got this many, five, four, one was given one, and then he went on and on, and then he said when it was time to pay, right? Here's what happened. The person that had one, it was taken from them and given to the one that had ten. That's not fair to you, right? That doesn't fit your democratic mindset, right? The democracy in our minds, but God's a rewarder. God is a rewarder. I want you to say it. He rewards. He rewards those that seek him. And so that's the nature of God that we can't get away from. People don't like talking about it. They don't like it. And you're being fair. No, it's not favoritism. He rewards those that diligently seek him. He rewards. And so what you seek for, you're going to find. And some of you are seeking the wrong things, right? Some of you seek too much drama and strife. I got people, man, I just can't believe how much life matters to you. You're so stressed out. You're always giving into drama and everything's always a big deal. What are you giving into? That's what you're seeking. Do you seek conflict? Come on. Some of you angry guys, are you always just trying to find conflict at every corner? Then you're going to find exactly what you're seeking. Some of you watching, maybe you're, you know, maybe it's just fear. You're constantly feeling fear and confessing fear and speaking fear. That's all you're going to manifest what you sow into. And I'm telling you today, it's time to seek the Lord while he may be found. There is a moment in time. This has been a wild year, but I'll tell you something. It's been divinely purposed by God. We don't like to hear that, right? When they thought Jesus was coming to the earth, you know where he showed up? A horse stable, a trough, through a virgin. Nobody saw that coming. And the bottom line is when it comes to God in our lives, we have to be people that are seeking him. We have to realize that it's all by design. This has been a year of acceleration and breakthrough and increase in the mighty name of Jesus. I am watching in this hour. We're living in the last days, ladies and gentlemen. The Lord is coming back. But there's going to be a mighty harvest on this earth. We're going to see an awakening in this nation and the nations of the earth. And that's why we're here. That's what we're believing for. Because as you break through in your life, we're going to see cities transformed and regions transformed and nations shaken by the mighty hand of God. And what I've watched this year is I've watched people give up. I've watched them check out. I've watched them give in and pull over, you know. The first time I came down to Florida, uh, it's beautiful. This is where we're filming from. It rains. And let me tell you something, dude. It ain't like that barely drizzle rain from Seattle or the, like the little bit of rain that I get in Connecticut. It downpours here. And the first time I was driving in the car, it was hitting so hard. My wipers didn't work. I feel like we need an extra, uh, extra wiper uh, speed in Florida. And it was so bad, I wanted to pull over on the side of the road. I was scared. But I was driving with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, and he wasn't going to let me pull over. And he's screaming at me to look at the white line. I'm like, sir, I can't see. He's like, just you can't have fear. You just need to look straight ahead and trust that you're on the road when you see the white line. And I got through the storm. I'd probably pull over again, to be honest. But I feel like I'm a little more... 
stronger when it comes to these crazy rainstorms. But what's my point? Some of you this year, you've pulled over on the storm of life and you're waiting for a storm to pass, it's not gonna pass. The goal wasn't for you to pull over and disqualify yourselves from a mighty awakening that I feel is happening right now in the spirit. The goal was to get on that road and trust God that he's gonna guide you and you are taking ground when other people are pulled over on the side of the road. This is gonna go down as one of the greatest years you've ever lived. This is gonna go down as one of the biggest hours of breakthrough we've ever experienced. Requests are everything. And I want to tell you coming up after the break about David. Oh, man, he had a request in Psalm 27 that I believe is going to encourage your heart today and catapult you to living, seeking God and receiving all that the Father has for you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back after the break. Listen, today's your day for breakthrough. We're going to pray for you. Call the number on the screen if you want prayer. God is going to touch you today. Are you ready to ignite your faith? Then look no further than Pastor James Levesque's new book, Fire, preparing for an end time outpouring. This book contains 12 principles that will unlock the power within and cause you to walk in a new level of boldness and power. For a suggested donation of only $12.99, we will send you a personal autograph copy. Log on to jameslevesque.org and get your copy today. Welcome back, everybody. I want to thank you for tuning in to Breaking Through with James Levesque. Look, today is a day prophetically, I believe, for you to get set free. We're talking about seeking the Lord, why he may be found. It is important that this is a day we're living in, I believe, right in this moment today, today, in the year we're living in, that we're, we're going to see great breakthrough. God is moving in powerful ways, and this is not a day to pull off to the side of the road and let a storm pass. Today is a day that we're going to jump in and believe God at his word. You have authority. You have power. We have the ability to seek God today like never before. And today is the day that I believe things begin to change in your life. I want to read a scripture for you today from Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4. And uh, it says this. We're talking about seeking the Lord today. Isaiah 64, 4 says, For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by ear, nor is the eye seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. God is moving for the one that waits for him. Are you waiting on the Lord? People say, man, I don't feel like I have any strength in my life, in my body. Well, the Bible says they that wait on the Lord, come on, somebody, will renew your strength. You will rise up with wings as eagles. You will walk and not faint, and you will run and not get weary. You know, I had a podcast for many years called Engaging Heaven Today, which really morphed into this show, which is now like the fulfillment of my heart's expression. But what I did, you know, I never did a podcast before, and I remember the day that it happened. I was, I was in my house and I was listening to a podcast. I believe podcasts are a powerful way to reach people. And I, I was actually listening to a sports podcast and he was in my ear and he was like, and I was like, I felt like it was like too close to me. And then I had a thought. My thought was, what if I did, I had a vision. And my thought was, what if God could use me to bridge the gap between where people are and where God wanted them to be? I said, look, 
I saw this, this divide in the church and I saw all these Christians on one side, saw the Lord waiting on the other and he really wanted them to come together and I thought, man, God's going to use me in these words to bridge the gap from where you are from where you want to be, where God has wanted you to be. And that was really the seeking the Lord through this broadcast. That's my desire for breaking through. We need unfiltered, powerful words daily to encourage our heart. That's why we're here in your homes every day. We can't, we need fresh manna every single day that we could break through into a new era in God and that we would find him. How many people do I know sitting on prophetic words that have never come to pass? How many people do I know? They're just pulled over on the side of the road waiting for life to come back and knock on the door. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Most likely the person that hurt you and betrayed you and violated you is never going to come and say, will you forgive me? We've got to extend forgiveness so we can draw closer to God and remove every distraction. When I think of David, I think of a powerful character in the Bible. When I think of David, I think of the book of Acts says, I'm going to rebuild the tabernacle of David. It doesn't say that about anybody else's, right? Why not build um, Solomon's and its million billion dollar splendor? Why not build, you know, Moses's and all the originality? No, the Lord said, I'm going to rebuild the tabernacle of David again in the book of Acts. Why? Because of David's heart, right? God said about David, he is a man after my own heart. That's beautiful words. David, the Bible says in Acts 13, that when he died, he fulfilled God's purpose for his generation. David was a powerful champion for God. And David was facing war. He was facing battle on every side. And he wrote the Psalm 27. I want to read it with you. Psalm 27, um, it, I believe, is one of the most powerful scriptures. And here's what he said. He said, the Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. He went on to say, look, when the wicked come against me, they try to eat my flesh. How many know that's a bad day? <laughs> I know you're having a rough day today. Ain't nobody, you're not having like eat my flesh rough day, okay? They're trying to come and eat my flesh. They stumble and fall. An army is encamping against me. Uh, you know, the war's rising against me. My heart shall not fear. Is that the mindset? That is the mindset of a heart after God. My mind is not going to fear. And then it goes on. The war's rising against me, and this I'll be confident. Here is what I'm going to be confident, David said. One thing I ask. What does that mean? Out of everything happening, war all around me, he says to God, look, I'm not going to fear, but there's one thing. Here's what I have confidence in. My confidence in the midst of battle. People trying to kill me, eat my flesh, all that crazy stuff. In the midst of battle, David says, I just want one thing, and that one thing is what I have confidence in. What is it, David? What do you want? You want more armies? I'll give them to you. You want more weapons? What do you want? There's only one thing I want. I want to see your beauty. Unbelievable. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and see the beauty of the Lord. Wow, we are standing by wanting to pray for you right now. Call the number on the screen. We're going to believe today is a new day. Uh, maybe you want to give your life back to the Lord. Maybe you're watching this broadcast. As a matter of fact, I feel in my spirit. There are some of you watching. You're like, man, I just feel like I've walked so far away from God. Call the number on the screen. 1-800-599-3722. 1-800-599-3722. We want to pray for you. We are spirit-filled people standing by our team to believe with you that today's the day that you give your life back to the Lord and that you begin to feel breakthrough again. That today's the day that Jesus starts manifesting himself in your heart and like David we will say there's only one thing I want there's only one thing I ask really David that's what you're asking I just want to see the beauty of the Lord 
oh my goodness, are we saved? How many people in the midst of battle, you're, you're giving God requests? How many are saying, God, I know there's war around me and everybody's trying to kill me. I know that this person betrayed me and this person ran off on me, but you know, I just have a request, God. And my request is that I would dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and see the beauty. What? Are you kidding me? I, where, they don't make that fabric anymore. Because you know what I hear when people are coming against you? Accusation, finger pointing, blocking people online. You know, we're like slinging mud as adults because we're so hurt and offended, right? Everywhere we turn. This person hurt me. This person offended me. This, seriously? David, what do you want, David? I'll give you anything. David's like, uh, I, uh, I want to see your beauty. That's it. I know you're all powerful. I'm in the midst of war. Everybody's trying to kill me. Imagine David is in the midst of battle. Imagine what that looks like, a battle scene, war going on all around David. He's literally describing they're trying to kill him. He's literally describing I'm in active war and they're trying to take me out. This is what David was facing, and he's writing it down in Psalm 27. I'm in the midst of battle. They're trying to destroy me. They want to kill my flesh. They're trying to take me out. They're coming after my life. And in the midst of all this, God, I need help. I just need, I just need one thing in the midst of battle. That's it. What do you want? Do you want more artillery? What do you want? You want weapons? Do you want more army men? Just tell me. I know you're in the midst of battle. I know they're trying to kill you. You're fighting my war. What do you want? I want secret power. I want your beauty. And what are you seeking? What are you asking for? Don't wait for a crisis. You ever see like, like power lines, right? It's secret sources of power. Um, we, we don't really like to have power lines everywhere, you know, where we want to live, but you see them everywhere, right? That's how we power things. But every time you see like a field of power lines, right? You could see them near mountains. You could see them near, you could see them in sunsets. When you see power lines, you know what that means? They're grounded to another secret source of power. So when you turn your light on in the home, it just manifests, boom. But the truth is that light is triggered by, you know, lines which are triggered by power sources, as you see on the screen, which are, this is, but even these lines are to a bigger unit which are like, you know, is where like maybe be a power plant. In God, in God, when we go after God and we seek him with all our heart, we get secret power. And it's not going to come from artillery, David, and it's not going to come from, you know, battle and war, but your secret power is going to come through the one thing. David knew where the secret source was. Was David powerful? Yes. Was David doing all these things? Yes. But he knew the one thing was the secret source of power. And in your life today, I'm telling you, the one thing is going to be your secret source of power. That one thing is going to be intimacy with the Father, praying with the Lord, uh, praying in the Holy Ghost. Come on. How many of you pray in the Holy Ghost? I'm not talking about the day you got it. I'm not talking about just back in the 80s. We've got to be praying in the Spirit at all times. This is how we get secret sources of power. I want to read another scripture to you. Uh, and in a moment, we're going to pray. Listen, call the number on the screen. We're waiting to pray with you today for God to break through in your life. Whatever you need prayer for, call the number on the screen. Isaiah 55, verse 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him. Look, I'm going to tell you this. 
We've seen a crazy day in America. We've seen a crazy day on earth. We haven't seen you can't seek the Lord crazy yet in America. We, so the Bible's saying, look, we still have a moment in time where we can broadcast the gospel and have you partner with us. We're still in a moment of time where I can go on the streets and share my faith and preach the gospel in our churches. You know, every weekend, seek the Lord while he may be found. We have a window of opportunity right now where God wants to break through in your life. And I believe that today is your day for breakthrough. I believe today is your day for healing. I believe today is your day for joy to be restored. And you may feel like God's far from you. He's not. It's just about seeking. It's just about um, saying, Father, I want you today. I want to reestablish some things with the Lord. Maybe you've stopped hungering for God. Maybe you've stopped pursuing him. You know, one of the first things to go along with giving is your Bible reading. Your Bible reading, your praying, your your you know talking to God—that is your relationship. And when those things stop, how can you move forward in what God's called you to do? So my question to you is: What are you seeking? What are you seeking in your life? What are you asking for? Are you pursuing? David in 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 uh, in the Bible, it said, I believe it was First Samuel. It said that they were dressed for battle, they went to war, but but they didn't fight anybody. They got discouraged. They went back to their homes and all of their homes were burned to the ground and all of their family were stolen. That's a rough day. I'm sure you're having a bad day. David's had a couple of them. And then the Bible says that he cried until there were no more tears. Look, that's a lot of crying. But then the Bible says he went and grabbed his ephod and he inquired of the Lord. Grabbing the ephod for David was like, you know, reestablishing that place of intimacy. And when he prayed, the Lord said this, you will pursue, overtake, and recover all. Prophetically, I'm telling you today, I prophesy to you, you will pursue, overtake, and recover all. Everything you've lost is going to be paid back a hundredfold. Everything the devil's tried to take from you, God is going to repay you a hundredfold. That's why we want to stand by and pray for you today. Call that number, 1-800-599-3722. We're going to believe today that you're, this is the day that you see breakthrough in your life. Pursue, overtake, and recover all. Look, I believe that all of you are watching here today. God wants to touch your life. God wants to ignite a fresh uh, power of faith inside of you. Today's your day. Today is your day for a miracle. Call the number on the screen. We're here. This is not, this is not like a show. I'm telling you, we are actively here. We are here for you today to pray with you and believe for breakthrough. Stretch your hands towards the screen with me today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that today marks a new day. Today marks a fresh beginning, a new beginning. The old things are passed away. And God, I pray that today we would reestablish this connection with you. God, a new day of breakthrough would be upon us that we would seek your face. God, reestablish some things with you we do today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Listen, call the number. We're signing off, but everybody is still waiting, standing by to pray for you. 1-800-599-3722. You can log on to jameslevec.org. We love you. Thank you for tuning in today. I believe that things have been reestablished and set back in place. We love you. Signing off, breaking through with James Levesque. See you next time.